When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Hackmaster Ralph Kavibashan, MD. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us. I assume she's going to join us. I, I haven't so. heard that I, she's I hope not. so. I hope so. She wanders off sometimes. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at DougAtWalzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, Do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. 
And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> that's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. I've never liked Kristen Burt. No, that's, wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> Something like that. Could you hear us during the break, Kristen? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I thought you could. I thought so. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday uh-huh. to you. Happy birthday, dear Kristen Burt. Happy birthday to you. What are you now, like 75? I am. How did you know? Nah, it's your birthday today. I know that. It was yesterday. Oh, well, yesterday. I thought it was I will, today. I accept all months. Yes, it was yesterday, mm. and I call it oh, my that's right, birthday month. B u r t t birthday. Birthday. Happy birthday, birthday man. Birthday month. a lot of people said. Well, that's good. So, so what'd you do for your birthday, or what are you going to do for your birthday? Um. Well, yesterday I wound up going to the So You Think You Can Dance tour, which is totally fun for me, even though it was work-related. Um, but I don't know what my husband has planned. We're celebrating this weekend. You're still together? It's thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll be here all day. So, yeah, Kristen just turned uh, 21, so you can go out and wheel now, so that's good. Or 75, depending <laughs> on who you talk to. <laughs> depending on who you talk to. Kristen, I have to start getting out to some movies. There are all these great movies that are out there now, and I haven't seen any of them. That's not a uh, sentiment I've heard you express lately. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. that Movies usually suck, but there are a lot of good ones out right now. Yeah? Oh, yeah, uh, what Cassie is at the top will, of your list? I'm interested. Cassie will like this. Melissa and I watched The Christmas Chronicles. <gasps> Did you loved like it? it? It was really good, actually. I we loved love it. it. I'm going to watch it again. Mm-hmm. My favorite line from that movie is, "Go, Santa, will you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's fake news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's interesting how such a high-budget movie went right to Netflix. Uh, a lot of money there now. Lots That's of money true. there. Everything is. Yeah, because back in the day. Well, and the thing is, too. That's all right. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, that, no, it's okay. I was just saying that the one thing that Netflix is doing is they're releasing some of these movies in the theater, and they're also releasing them on Netflix, but they need to have a yeah. theatrical run if they want to consider some of these for Oscars. That's true. Right. Oh. And when will that change? Yeah, for real. When will it change that they have to be an, on a big screen? I mean, that seems kind of It's a artificial. bit of an outdated yeah. rule. And uh, a little bit of an anachronism. Yeah, I, I don't know because honestly, uh, it, it's all because movies are technically a theatrical run. It, you know, the Academy has mm-hmm. certainly not adapted to what's happening with technology. <laughs> no. I mean, they didn't even start doing social media until really late in the game, like around 2009, 2010. So, when did they eliminate the um, best silent movie category, like 1985? Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly it. Kristen, I did notice something before we get to the movies thing. I did. Uh, I read on the morning show this morning a list of the top 25 best shows on television. One mm-hmm. is on CW, one is on NBC, and one is on, what's the other one? There's one NBC, one CW, and one Fox, one on Fox. Uh, Bob's Burgers is on Fox. Bob's Burgers is pretty good. Was it Riverdale? 
Uh, no. What the hell is it? Do people like Riverdale? What is it? I can't people remember. People do like Riverdale. Well, they got twenty top 25 TV shows. I'm looking at it right now. <clears throat> but Netflix has more than a quarter of the top 25 TV shows now. No surprises all, there. No, there's not a surprise there at all. That includes no, all. No, I don't even know what's on Netflix, though. Don't you feel like I turn on Netflix, and I right know. now I'm overwhelmed with Christmas movies that I keep watching, which are amazing. I know you guys were just talking Christmas Chronicles, but I'm like, I'm not sure, other than, like, Stranger Things. Like, there's a couple of shows that I really stand out to me on Netflix, but other times I pass things, and I'm like, what is this? How long has it been around? Yeah, I can't totally. believe it has a season two. I didn't hear about season one. It's overwhelming. Oh, Sabrina's the one on CW. Naturally. Ah. Sabrina on C- CW. Kierna uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Isn't uh, Bronson Bronson Pin shows on that show too? Isn't he? I, I think Sabrina was on Netflix. Um, is it? I don't know. We look I've it been up. watching Sabrina on Netflix. I'm almost positive. It is. Yes, it's only on Netflix. In fact, well, yep. what's on the CW then? Yeah, uh, Riverdale is. I thought it was Riverdale. Is yeah. it in the top twenty-five? I would assume so. But in, in any case, it's pretty the only amazing. Thing that stands out. Yeah. It's amazing now that broadcast television, first of all, I literally went on a speaking tour six years ago, my, almost coming up on seven years ago now, talking about television is going to lose everything they have if they don't get off this 18 to 49 demo, mm-hmm. because 18 to 49, mm-hmm. nobody under 40 even watches television. So right. good luck to you. They watch, they watch Hulu, they watch Netflix, they watch Amazon, and that's about it. YouTube. Oh, YouTube! Oh, yeah. Lots uh, of YouTube watching. Although it's you can't really monetize that if you're a big network. I suppose not. That, no. that money all goes to either the creators or the advertisers. So the networks, you know, they're screwed there either way. Uh, Andy, you're 32 now. Yes. Uh, well, Kristen, you're only 21, so you don't get to count on this mm-hmm. one. Um, no. But seriously, Andy just got his first television at 32 years old. Well. You had well, first you since connected. I was like probably twenty. I hadn't I hadn't had one for over a decade. If that's true. But you bought one to watch all your streaming, right? Because you retire. Sometimes I get tired of watching it on my laptop, and I prefer to watch it on a bigger screen. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't buy one. I got my parents hand me down one, and then I got <laughs> Melissa's. So technically, I out. yeah still haven't bought a TV. Andy the Mooch, but I have one. TV Moocher. But yes, we mostly use it for Netflix and Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I don't really understand why advertising companies, first of all, do not understand there is no eighteen to forty nine or twenty five fifty four demo anymore. All of the money is fifty five plus, and it's killing television. It killed AM radio. I don't know when the hell they're gonna look. AM radio would still exist if the advertising uh, world would realize there are still plenty of people from fifty five to death that that listen to. Uh, to AM radio. The problem Plenty. is... There are more than the, the alternative, I think. There's no question about that. America, the average age in America has gone up every year for the past, like, century. Yeah, it has. Absolutely. So I, I don't know why they insist on... Look, I understand you're trying to build a younger audience to watch your TV shows or to listen to your radio shows. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Television is going to go away, and radio... <clears throat> FM radio might stick around forever because it's the only thing left that's free. It's 100% free. I think it will, yeah. Because I think FM will stick Like around. you said, it's, I mean, anyone with 
a, an antenna, it doesn't even have to be that big, can make an FM station technically. So even if FM stops being commercialized like it is now, it's mm-hmm. still going to exist. Well, I think that's very true. But I, I literally spend a lot of time, and now people come to me going, Really? Really? Is that happening? I, I said, I told you that six years ago. I'm not a genius either. It's got nothing to do. You just sit down and you do the return on investment. You do the numbers and they all add up to radio 40 plus TV 40 plus. That's just how it is. Yeah, there are a few people. We have some listeners at KQ Morning Show and I'm sure a lot of other people. The problem you have is unless they're listening to um or watching show TV is in much worse shape than radio as far as than FM radio as far as as uh, demos are concerned because hardly anybody watches TV any longer. I try to watch things like one thing that's very very pleasant right now. I will tell you this, and you can call your brother and tell him this, Kristen. But mm-hmm. I love the fact that I tune in. It took it took the death of a ninety four year old president to make everybody calm down for a few days, and I really love that. Yeah, that was nice. They're all being very kind, and which I really do like. I will tell you this, though. Last night I get home. I got a million. Well, it's coming up on Christmas, so I got a million things I have to do now before Christmas vacation. And I get home, and Andy, your mom's sitting on the couch, and she's all teary-eyed. And I said, what's the matter with you? She goes, nothing. I said, what is the problem? <laughs> I can't talk about it, but I just look at that dog lying in front of George oh H.W. Bush's casket. Yep. <laughs> oh, doggy. Oh, poor dog. That dog looks so depressed. And then I added, it I told him. Who is he going to live with? That's my big, that has been my big thing. That's what keeps yeah. me up at night. I guess he's going to well, move is, on to serve another, per, no, another person. Is Barbara Bush still alive? No. Oh, well then, yeah. No, she passed away earlier this year. Yeah, she did. April. Oh, it's one of those situations. But you... Oh, yeah, you knew once Barbara passed, there was no way yep, he was exactly. going to live out the year, honestly. No, that's very They were true. one of those couples. I said, Catherine, I got some bad news, so you may as well get all your tears out now. Because when they flew Air Force One from Houston to Washington, D.C., they brought the dog with them. And as they got off the plane, they walked the dog. A military person was, was leading the dog. And the entire time he walked down the tarmac, he kept looking behind him to see mm-hmm. where George was. It was really sweet. Oh. It was incredible. It's so sweet. sad, though. I know. It's true that animals do grieve. So oh, that's yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. We never Dogs. give animals credit, but they really do understand when someone is no longer with them. Yeah. Well, even um, when Nipsey died, was Nipsey Cassie's brother technically, or was yes, it? they were brothers? Yeah, right? um, our dog Cassie's brother died at like two or something. He was young, but uh, Cassie just he would just sit there on the chair just depressed for like a month and a half yeah he did he wouldn't leave the uh chair because he was just sad and that's true that's a dog that he'd only known for two years yeah i mean it's i understand why Catherine is so upset that dog absolutely loved uh george hw bush it's just it's very very cool it's unbelievable but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do it's just (laughs) It was very cool to see. I will tell you that. What did he die of? Just being old. Yeah, he's ninety-four years old. Yeah. And maybe maybe we all need to uh, uh, reevaluate unconditional love because that's kind of what that represents. Uh, yeah. a dog's no, uh, right. dedication to a, mm-hmm. an, a, a companion dog or its owner. You know, is all kind of uh, unconditional. And uh, maybe we should all sort of reflect on that. And maybe less uh, vindictive. 
That's on hating one another? Yeah, that's right. Dogs don't have wars. Well, they kind of have wars, but still. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't. Feral dogs have wars. Yep. Yeah, they do. It's absolutely true. So, as far as television is concerned, there's not a whole hell of a lot to talk about because broadcast television is in huge trouble. Cable television is in huge trouble. Well, except except for mm-hmm. sporting events. Yeah, except well, sporting events are still huge. Yes. And, you know that the, the whole idea about sporting events it's 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 amazing that they have not moved over away from cable and abandoned cable themselves because they have the power, like the NFL, to really have their own cable broadcast network that you could pay for. They could monetize it directly with advertising and with direct pay. Why does that keep slipping past people? Like Sears is going out of business because Amazon took them deep. When Amazon started to function, why didn't Sears step up and start their own Amazon? Or buy it. Or just buy (laughs) Amazon. Why didn't you do that? Maybe they tried to buy Amazon. Because everyone thought this internet thing was just going to go away. Yes, they did. I really think that they were... So many people that were so um, dimwitted, it took so long to adapt to the situation of what was going on, and when people Bam. don't have the foresight of what's happening, or you don't have people around you that are saying, "Like, look, this is what's happening. I'm really into this internet thing. This is where it's going." You fall behind. People it's totally people thought it was a fad. Well, behind. Yeah, 15 years yep. ago, Tom, we talked about it last week. 15 years ago, I told the, the, the head of head of Musicland that. Yep. I that they, uh, the internet is going to, why don't you consider internet distribution of the music? And they said, oh, no, well, you know, I mean, yeah, about him and ha, and they did nothing about it. And at that time, they, they, they were in a position when Napster started, they could have picked up Napster. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and yep, used that as a true. distribution network, and they still would be around. Otherwise, they are up and they're gone, gone, out of here. Are there any record Even stores? Even in the in entertainment industry. No, uh, there's a couple, I think, like it. indie indie ones. Not yeah. Major. Oh yeah, they're all for yeah. They're for uh, smaller and vinyl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, vinyl stores. That's People true. who go there because they think it makes them, you know, indie. Making them a cool breeze. Exactly. Okay, I have, so, a, re- I have a record player. I love my record player. So your my vinyl. sister. You mean your vinyl? My vinyl. Yeah, I have a well, record player and I have vinyl. Yeah. No one calls a CD a record. No, that's true. They don't call it a record. No. Yeah, but record play. Yeah, I love vinyl myself. I'm a huge fan of, of vinyl. Did yeah. you ever, uh, when you were in the in the record business, Tom? Did you ever, did you did you represent CDs? Was that at your time? Mm, at the very end of my career, yeah, we did. We started with vinyl, then it went to cassettes. All oh, right. No, excuse me. It went to eight tracks. Mm-hmm. It was vinyl mm-hmm. went to eight tracks, went to cassettes, and ended up on CDs. And that was all within about a five year run. I think. I think. Would you, Andy, from from the, the the advent of eight tracks until CDs was what about maybe seven eight years something like that, <clears throat> wasn't very long. Yeah, and they're dropping the CD players uh, from the cars now. Really? really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. They are. So yeah. you just catch no need for them. CDs uh, commercially released in '82. That makes sense. It was my last year with Capital. Eight tracks were '64. <laughs> eight tracks were '64. Yeah. I had no idea that I was true. I had an 8-track in my uh, car when I drove to Arizona State University from Pennsylvania. I had two tapes. One was Black Sabbath, and the other Black was uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash mm-hmm. and Young. I yeah. remember. My friend Roy Matson. I thought 8-tracks went into the 70s. Yeah, they did. They went uh, They went for quite some time until cassettes came out. But yep. cassettes uh, were also a lot less reliable. That was about 77, though, wasn't it? Cassette tapes. Did you sing happy birthday to Kristen, asks mom. 
Yes, we did. We did. What a question. What a question. But you do it again. I know. We do have to take a break. We'll be right back and sing another happy birthday from Catherine to Kristen Bird. Be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski was here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Merry Christmas, baby. This is Bing. Bing. We watched uh, Holiday Inn the other day. Did you watch Holiday Inn? Are you going to watch Christmas Vacation when you sing it again? Uh, no. I think Chevy Chase looking out the window singing Melikaleke Maka. Oh, yeah. he was. That was when he was envisioning the pool that he yeah. was going to oh, put in yeah. with his Christmas bonus. A, and that he never got. Cousin Eddie standing on the <laughs> diving board in his underwear. Oh, no. He had a leopard print Speedo with his white T-shirt tucked into it. It was fabulous. That was a great movie. <laughs> I loved that movie. There's you know no doubt about it. interesting about the Melikaleke Maka thing? What? Is it's not actually in Hawaiian. It's just how you pronounce Merry Christmas using yeah. the Hawaiian alphabet. Melly, yeah, they don't like, have an R. Yeah, it's like Japanese in that way. And then Christmas oh. is like, it's Kaliki is Christmas because they don't have like Ma. Yeah. And they don't have, Correct. yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I always thought it was like in Hawaiian, but nope. That was, nope, it's made up. That was Lindsay's experience the first time she went to Tokyo. She got in the cab. And she, she asked the cab driver to take her to the Hilton Hotel, and he didn't understand. And he, and he, she said it two or three times, and then and then he, she finally she he finally said Hilton Hotel. Yeah, Hilton Hotel. Well, yeah, hotel is Hotelu in Japanese. Hotelu. Yep. Yeah. You damn you. Change the L to an R and then add a U because they have to. 
Because they always do. <laughs> because have, the rules of their they, language. Yeah, like they French, have no like choice. Like the rules of their language. Which I've always found strange. It's like having a language where you like you're just not allowed to say hotel. You have to say hotelru. It doesn't yep. make any sense. Oh yeah, I suppose that's true. It has to do with the lyrics of the language. Uh, French is that way, in that they say French things in a certain way, way yeah. where there's liaisons, where they'll say an S sometimes, not other times, because based on what the letter is afterwards. And that's, and that, I think that's the lyric nature of a language, and it's in all languages to a certain extent more than others. Yeah. In English, we say whatever the hell we want, and people get confused. You damn right. That's how it should be. So from Catherine, happy birthday to you. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday, dear Kristen. Happy, happy birthday to you. Yes, yeah, Catherine's at home sitting on her ass, but other than that. Oh, wait a minute. That's not, <laughs> it. That's not what I said. Um, yeah, it's uh, rather an interesting situation we have here. So, so uh, I was thinking about the top ten movies. As far as TV is concerned, I've been watching a lot of the new, like The Rookie and FBI, and pretty much Dick Wolf shows. Dick Wolf, is, does he own television now, or what's the deal? He's owned television for a while. He does. He, yeah, he does. You know, he's actually changed some of the rules for Screen Actors Guild, too, because um, so many of his shows are crossover shows, you know, with like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and everything. Oh, right, yeah. Um, they had to kind of create a category because the actors were crossing over between... Um, one show and the other. Oh, yeah. It was one yep. of those things. But, yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's a game changer for the unions. It's a game changer for the actors, but it gives them all more work. Why do you think it is that Chicago PD has lost so many listeners? Because I, I did like it. I have a theory about why that is. But but Chicago PD, I do like the show, but it's fallen way off in the numbers. It used to be a top ten show, and now it rarely makes the top 20 even. Um, and my speculation is this. The problem with a lot of Dick Wolf shows is because he's very politically correct in his shows. Yeah. So when they open up and there, if there's a new white guy on the show, he he's did the it. bad guy. Yeah. There's no <laughs> doubt about every it. time it happens every time. Oh, there's a different white guy. Well, he it's did it. A bad it. year to be a white male. <laughs> yeah, you know what are you? Well, gonna it's do? also a bad year to be like, how many actors made it big because they play really good villains? Yeah, but that's true. If you're a black guy and you want to do that you're out of luck because they are not going to let you be the villain. That's a good point. So they're being racist. I like it. Well, yeah, it's, once again, you know, it's... Well, uh, also, TV has taken a, hit, a major hit this year. Most of the shows are down, you know, 10, 15, 20%. Oh, Some God. of the older shows are down 30 or more percent. So everyone is just hemorrhaging viewers when it comes yeah, to broadcast are. television. And you know when people are like, oh, the show is dying. I'm like, every show is dying. Yeah. Even true. You take a look at award shows, and the big news today, they can't even find an Oscar host. Nobody oh wants to do it. We're in December. No. They can't find a host. You know, it's so amazing. And I was amazing. like, guys, just go without a host. Go without a host. It's so amazing to me that you never missed the Oscars back when I was a kid, man. Everybody watched yep. the Oscars. But now I yep. have not watched the Oscars. It's got to be 10 years at least. Who cares? I think it's the same way with video games. Yeah. It used to be every couple months this huge game came out that everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was there were award shows for best games and things like that. And now every month there's like three new huge ones. And it's like who can even care about all of them? It's the same way with TV and movies. Well, there's just too yeah. much of it. Mm-hmm. Literally the top 25... Uh, best new shows or best shows on TV right now, I have never even heard of about yep. 15 of them. Never even heard of them. Yep. 
It's just too, too much easy. Content. Yeah. Oh God, there's so much content now. It is just absolutely amazing. I think also the fact that the broadcast, what used to be broadcast TV, is making ABC, NBC, Fox, and CBS. They're making a huge mistake with with all of their stuff because it's just so incredibly predictable. And everything's a soap opera now. I started watching a million, uh, a million little things. I think it was called. Little pieces. A million little pieces. Wait, yeah, a million a, little things. They made a show about that book. I thought that book was fake. No, no, no. A million little things is okay. the name of the. Million things. Yeah. yeah. A million little things. On ABC. A million things, or whatever. But it turned into a f- soap opera. It was really good for two episodes, and then it got all soapy. It's like who's in love with who and oh, oh who's yeah. sleeping with who? Who cares? Yeah, that's how every who's show a goes. Baby. Yeah. yeah, having a baby. It's like oh god. So, so they they they're moving that serial uh, product into into nighttime TV or yes. uh, evening TV yep. or primetime TV. Moving more and more. The Office did that. Yeah, it did. At the end of the show, it was constantly just people like people were having affairs and yeah, it's true. who's hooking up with who. It was who. unwatchable like, the last two years. Yeah, it's like, why <laughs> do they have to do that? Yeah, well, what, who, what's, who, who are they trying to appeal to? Is, is, there, is there an audience for that, and who are they trying to appeal to? Yeah, it's like housewives who are trapped in the year 1985. And what audience are they appealing to? Well, I think to? also what... Well, and I think also right now, too, the big thing, and for anyone that's been kind of watching on the studio side, Disney and Fox are merging, and this is going to have a huge ramification in the industry um, in terms of entertainment and jobs and shows and how everything moves forward. So that's a really, really big deal, and a lot of people in the industry are going to be out of a job come 2019 once the merger is official. Hmm. Do you think, will they change the sound stages very much, Pete? A lot of the people over there by the soundstage, they live right there. And a lot of those people didn't care yep. to work for Disney. It was a kind of a rough place to work. It wasn't yeah. as fun, much fun as they had hoped. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah the animators say no, it was a pretty rough working place. Working for the mouse is not easy. Hmm. Really? Oh, I worked for the mouse. I loved it. <clears throat> yeah. I know. You did. And you oh, said that I more than it. once. Man, it was great. You know, some but of the I know that um, a lot of people are jumping ship, and you know where they're all going? Hmm. Netflix. Netflix has really oh, yeah. big contracts with deep pockets, lots of money. And so people that started when the merger originally, sort of the, the rumors of it were happening, now it's a reality, uh, they already started looking for jobs, and the majority of them went from either Fox or Disney over to, to Netflix. Really? Well, I, I guess. I mean, but 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 is Netflix going to be able to overcome all that debt that they have now? God, they've got huge debt. What's Good the, question. What's the debt? What's the debt right now, Andy? We look it up. Netflix current debt. It's got to be they hundreds are a public of company. millions of dollars. They, and they will they yeah. they will get under off underneath that debt with advertising because they will start injecting yeah. advertising into and their product. Although that's mm-hmm. going to kill the platform. Then. No, won't, yeah. won't, no, because they'll do it in, in sort of subtle, subtle kind of ways, either with product placement uh, in that way. But then they're also just will maybe run one commercial right before an episode. So there's just one mm-hmm. thing you might sit through yeah. that might only be 15 seconds. <clears throat> but they're, they are going to inject advertising into it, and, the, and they're just trying to find their way how to do that to tell people you want people to watch the advertising and yeah. watch the well, they could also just stop funding horrible shows, but they're not going to be doing that, apparently. In 20- or you could pay extra for ad-free. Yes, right. Sure. Yeah, right. like Hulu does. So they're going to create a sub-product. So then, in essence, that pushes people to a sub-product without advertising. Yeah. Uh, as of September 30th, Netflix had $8.3 billion in debt, 
Um, up from 4.8 the year prior. Oh, my God. So, yeah, they are wow. overspending to the point where they need to do something or they are going to crash hard. Oh, they just uh, added two more billion in oh the last my month. Oh, my God. $10 billion? Yep. In, How are they ever going to overcome that debt? I, oh, wait. According to Polygon, hmm, they were... $20 billion in debt if you included... Ah, I see. So that the amount, the $10 billion, is just actual, like, liquid debt. Mm-hmm. And they have an additional $15.7 billion in streaming obligation debt. Oh, my God. $25 wow. billion. <laughs> yep. So I don't know good who's luck. in charge good of their budget, that. but... Yeah, good luck. Where are they getting that money? That's They're not. That's the thing. No, no, they no, they have they have they have that money. That's a that's debt that they have. They received the money, oh. they've paid it on to somebody else. Yes. So they owe this to somebody. Who do they owe that debt to? Now the streaming part they owe to a provider or Mike Bilski. My oh he's he's that guy. He's the deep pockets guy. North right. American banking that's company. Right. They borrowed twenty five billion from Bilski. I like it. Well, that's another problem is the two billion dollars in debt they just got. It's ba- they basically took out a credit card to pay off another credit card. Oh, they took. They out raised two billion dollars in debt to pay oh. for uh, some of their content obligation debt. Uh, so people were they're getting investors. Yeah, they're gonna be sold pretty quick. I'm guessing because that's not that's good. Not good. That is not the uh, behavior of a solvent company. Doesn't seem to be, but maybe they know something we don't know. But I don't know what that could possibly be. I don't know. To put you them don't... that deeply in debt is insane. Well, let's see how much their uh, annual revenue is because that's a very important thing. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Oh my God! Their net income is five hundred million. So they would have to stream oh. for what's that? Forty years in order to pay off their debt without oh any spending. God. Yeah. What Dead. are they doing? They yeah. They got problems. When should we predict their demise? Based on these numbers. Should we start taking bets? Yeah, it could Saturday. be any Saturday. time. When Saturday? When Fox and Disney buy them. Oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen is they're going to rack up so much debt, and then whoever they owe all that debt to is just going to be like, well, hey, uh, sell us your company. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, it's probably Because true. if if right. they owe $10 billion to Fox, then if Fox buys the company, Fox just saved $10 billion, basically. And didn't well, it didn't cost them a Disney thing? Disney is starting their own Disney starting their own streaming service next year. Yeah. so it is in their best interest for Netflix to fail. What yeah, is, that's true. What's the stock price right now on Netflix, Andy? Uh, let's see. Not good, I wouldn't imagine. Netflix stock is at two seventy eight, oh. which is oh. quite a bit down from the four hundred twenty it was earlier this year. It was at two hundred seventy eight dollars a share. Yes. So, so it's, it's gone down. Half. It's cut in half in about four months. That is not good. Well, hey, look, uh, you got uh, iHeartRadio that owns all those radio stations around the country. They just filed bankruptcy at what I think twenty-two or twenty-three billion dollars in debt. Yeah. Once you get too much in debt, you can't get out. I mean, what how do you, you make doing? twenty billion dollars? It's tough. Yeah. Guess be an NFL football player. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but in any sign case. one contract and then play three games. 
It is amazing. Kristen, let me ask you a question. Cassie, this is for you as well. Mm-hmm. I want the woman's viewpoint on this. How much longer are women going to tolerate all these professional athletes beating the hell out of their girlfriends and their wives? How much uh, longer are you going to tolerate that? Who do you mean? Who yeah, Cassie, how much longer are you going to tolerate it? I don't tolerate it at all. I don't. I, I wouldn't either. Do you I, watch I, football? Every day. I do. But do you I, watch football? I, yeah. I will publicly shun whoever does it, though. I know, but you're watching football. You're watching the industry. Yeah, I know, but you can't really, it's kind of like one, you can't really say that one spoiled apple is going to. That's true. One know, spoiled apple is about 50 of Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really the NFL's fault. I mean, granted, they it should take. It is the take, NFL's fault. Well, it's a lot were, of it's related to no, CTE. Yeah. A lot of it's yep. related to CTE. Yeah. 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 Okay, dude. So, so, how, so, that, so just add on the closed head injury problem and how long are women going to tolerate football? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be very much I don't longer. And I used to watch boxing with my dad. I have wonderful memories watching boxing with my dad. Yeah, it's true. And when I was in, I started going to college, and I go, man, I can't watch this. Yeah, you, you saw know? one of your I, former I boxing heroes stumbling around, unable mm-hmm. to speak. That's right. Yeah. Because that's the same problem. <sighs> they have the same problem. So when I, don't point that thing back, at me. It might go off. When we come back, <laughs> one of the greatest quotes in the history of movies just happens to be from Ralph's hometown about boxers. Phenomenal quote. We'll be right back more with Birthday Girl and Ralphie Boy. Yeah. Right after this, Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Heard Chuck you talking Berry. about Rudolph this morning. Rudolph the Red Nosebleed. All right. So the greatest quote about boxing in the history of boxing: a phenomenal movie called Requiem for a Heavyweight that was written by oh. Rod Serling, starred Jackie Gleason, Mickey Rooney, and Anthony Quinn. Uh, Gleason and Rooney manage Anthony Quinn, a heavyweight boxer, and he's on the downside of his career. He's getting knocked out every time he fights. And the movie opens, he's just getting his clock cleaned by who? Do you remember who's kicking his butt in the ring? No. Cassius Clay. Oh. Who later became Muhammad Ali, of course. 
So he just knocks his ass out. And when he, when he comes to, they're, they're in New York City. He comes to uh, Jackie Gleason and Mickey Rooney Lino and go, champ, champ. You, you okay? You know where we are? Do you know where we are? And he goes, uh, we're in Pittsburgh and it's raining. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're in New York and it's not raining. So, yeah, he becomes a professional wrestler. It's just unbelievable. What a great movie. Have you guys ever seen this movie, Requiem for a heavy, Heavyweight? No, I haven't. Rod Serling no. wrote it, and you should watch it. It is a phenomenal movie about how depressing that sport really is. Oh, boxing? Oh, yeah. I already know. You already know? Well, yeah, You've your entire life you've regaled us with stories of how all your old wrestling buddies... No, no, I'm talking about boxing. No, no, same, same basic idea. Well, same basic idea. That Substance abuse, head injuries. Oh, God, oh, I, yes. I don't oh, know how many head injuries a professional wrestlers get. I mean, it's, it's possible. They, get, they do get a lot. They do? They get a lot of concussions. Oh, they do, yeah. They do. Yeah, they do. Well, you can't, I mean, even though the fighting isn't real, when you jump off the post and, oh. you know, land on someone from 10 feet in the air, you can't fake that. You're no. your brain. Yeah, it's not good for your brain. I got to yep. believe it's true. Um, yeah. So as we move on, oh, I got to mention one thing. I don't, Ralph. You're a doctor. You would know more about this than probably anybody. What in the hell is with all these food recalls we're going through? What is going on? Out I got there? poop in our food. Why? Look, it can be so you, gross. <laughs> you know, it can it can be uh, you know poor poor hygiene uh, during picking. You know, because you know, those people, they get paid by how many boxes yeah, they pick. Yeah, exactly. And if they have to leave the field, they get they miss out on two or three boxes. Yeah. And then they, you know, so they mm-hmm. don't leave the field like an iron worker. You're not supposed to come off the iron. Yeah. You right. know, you pee down the, you pee down the girder. Yeah. So, you, well, that's true. You no, don't you come do. off that. You don't come true. off the iron. Well, it's so, like um, long haul truckers. They go through extreme measures to trick the systems in place. That exist so they don't fall asleep at the wheel because yeah. they get paid per True. mile. You know, and then any kind of uh, irrigation, and the irrigation water has, isn't, anything's isn't in there, clean, then, and it's yep. in there for whatever reason. You know, the, the, all those things, it gets into the, and the romaine in particular, You, can, it's so difficult. You have to wash each, in, you have to scrub each individual leaf. Yeah, you do. To get clean that, and it's not clean from the field, and that sits there, and there's organic matter there, then it grows there, and it, it it's just... It's an insidious kind of a process. You know, iceberg lettuce, it's all sealed. So they water it. It's all sealed mm-hmm. on the outside. You don't get anything on the inside. But uh, uh, any kind of leaf lettuce, like yeah, romaine, like romaine, is you're at risk for that. Some bad news for the beef, bad news yeah. for the beef industry. I just looked at this story. I think it just broke. I, I don't know. I just saw it happen. The beef industry is recalling ground beef because there are some massive ground beef recall going on. What happened in October, uh, it says here, okay, now you really should check your freezer for ground beef you may have stashed away. The massive ground beef recall initiated in October by the nation's largest beef producer, JBS USA, has gotten even bigger. Uh, Risk of contamination with salmonella in the ground Mm -hmm. beef, 12 million pounds of ground Mm -hmm. beef. Whoa, there's a loss there. So how well, does salmonella get into ground beef? It's it's in the, in the processing plant. You know, you when you yeah. when you when they go through the slaughter process, at some point they have the animals have to be eviscerated. And when that happens, it it's when they're when they're when they're processing 6,000 animals per hour, yeah. you know, stuff gets opened. 
you know, it's not a perfectly uh, uh, sanitary yeah, or you nick the kidney or the process. liver or yeah, the or bowel. Most, uh, bowel. Oh, you nick the bowel. The bowel, the bowel of the whole animal. And a little ruined. bit gets on that yeah, meat. Yeah. And, and particularly when they grind it, it just gets mixed up with everything yep. else, and it's in the center part of that. Yep. And it grows. And it grows at some rate. I mean, that's that's the thing. You just... That's why when you're in Japan, for instance, when you're in Japan, you go to the yakitori restaurant. You eat raw chicken or rare chicken all the time. You'll never have a problem it's there. It's not mass produced because they're often the chickens in the back immediately before you eat it, and it's so it's not a problem. But in this situation where you grind it and store it, unless it's radiated, that would be the solution to the problem. If they radiated our right. meat, which I is harmless. Know, I don't know why they don't. I don't either. It's I so don't easy. Either. Radiate the lettuce. Get, yeah. This would solve this problem. But we have this morbid fear fear of radiation That's in true. America because we dropped the atomic bomb. Yeah. And like you know Chernobyl, everyone's terrified of nuclear power because of Chernobyl, but that was pure Soviet incompetence. Yep. Yeah, no question about. It. I don't know what the hell you think. So, whatever. Oh God. Now, Kristen, you're not huge into politics, yeah. but somewhat because you argue with your brother constantly. All the time. All the time. He's unblocked, by the way. We, we made up at, at the wedding. Well, so. it is Christmas, so you know it's a good time for it. She just goes, yeah, yeah. Well, it won't last long. I'm just telling you, it won't last long. But for now, we will enjoy the peace. There's another guy that's trying to change America forever and making it worse for one group of people and much easier for another. Former Representative John Dingell, who served in Congress longer than anybody ever, has a plan for improving politics immediately. Now, don't forget, he's a former representative, John Dingell. He wants to abolish the U.S. Senate. He wants to abolish the upper house. And you know why he wants to abolish the upper house? Because he doesn't think why? it's fair that small states have as many senators oh as God, New York and California. Yep. Gee, he's, I wonder where he's from. Yeah, I wonder where he's from. I wonder what party he belongs yeah. to. Here you go in the book's epilogue, the former Democratic congressman, mm. the Kristen Burt's people. Argue that such They're a system. They're not my people. I'm independent. There you are. You and I are independent. That is true. Uh, in the book's epilogue, the former Democratic congressman argues that such a system turns representat- uh, representational democracy on its head, as does the electoral college. You can't operate America without an electoral college. You cannot, because that would mean that Illinois, New York, and California would pick every mm-hmm. single person. There you go. Every one of them, and What's they're all going to be Democrats, because they're all going to be Democrats. <laughs> Every one of them is going to be a Democrat. Yeah, the problem with representational democracy is that yeah. it assumes that individuals have their own opinions, where they Which don't. they don't. People's Absolutely. opinions are based on who they grow up around. Yeah, I, I'd be willing to do that if they only let people who pay taxes vote. Yeah, there you go. That'd be good. If you pay taxes, Boom. then you can do that. You know, that's very, very true. We cannot have... States that have all the people making all the decisions on who gets to run this country. Well, if they do that, then there's going to be a civil war immediately. There's no doubt about it. So, this guy's nuts. So he's he's close friends with uh, Jesse. Uh, Did Jesse you not know, like the uh, yeah. That was camera. You know, yeah, Jesse's right, you know. threatening to run. I did see that. You know, Jesse's threatening to run for Good 2020. Luck. Let me just tell you something, Kristen. I got some interest from the Green Party. <laughs> It's like, yeah, okay. I used to pee in my wetsuit to keep warm when I was a Navy SEAL, Kristen. <laughs> oh, Kristen's got it all locked right in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Did you I got the stories for y'all. I got the story right here, and if you want to hear the truth, just give me a call. 
Yeah, okay, pal. Look, I, I like Democrats. I like Republicans. I'm a centrist like Kristen. There are nice Democrats. There are nice Republicans like centrists. But the extreme edges like this dick. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to take Dingle, over the entire country and not give, you, not give you any chance yeah, to real. ever gain uh, the highest office because it would never, ever happen again. That's how crazy these people are. And they're going to be people reading, reading well, that Well, that's going. why we went to war with England. Yeah. That's exactly we right. we had no say in the uh, government that was governing us. So it's just a sophisticated way to gerrymand. Well, yeah. Do, yeah. We, do we understand that we are moving hard towards socialism? And you know what happens when you have socialism? Unless, of course, you're Norway. But Venezuela. You all, yeah, Venezuela. Germany. Uh, Russia. China, keep going down the list. That's what happens when you're you're a, you're a socialist country, is your people get trampled underfoot while everybody else makes a lot of money. Yeah, isn't that terrible? You have the uh, you know the, the the I don't even know who what the hell's the guy's name that runs China now. I don't even know. I don't pay attention anymore. Mao Zedong. No, yeah, Xing Mao Zedong. Zedong. That's it. What? <laughs> Xing Jinping? No. Ah, uh, boy, I haven't heard the name. I mean, do you realize... Chinese president is, yeah, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Okay. And how much is he worth? I will never know that information. We'll never know that information. because That do is know a secret. The head of Russia, they can't even count how much money he has. Because he takes it from the people and keeps it all for himself. And that's what these He's jerks... are. Yeah, they're all corrupt. You're going to invite corruption like there's no tomorrow if you do something like and this. That, and that is the flaw of socialism, even it though the idea and the ideal is very, very nice, very kind, and very uh, altruistic. It, it just incites such corruption, such absolute mm-hmm. corruption. They, that It does. It's true. You know, it ends up being a feudal kind of a system, the way they, kind of they have now. They have a feudal system in industry in that they have these uh, oligarchs that own a certain industry, and then everything funnels to them. Okay. Kristen, I want you to stay off the internet for a while. Okay. Uh, that'll be really hard. <laughs> I need to check how many likes I get on Instagram. There is a picture of Bush's service dog, Sully. Doggy. From Reuters, which is all over every newspaper in the world. Sully says goodbye. And it's really sad. Uh-huh. It is on un- the, pi- the, the, the look on this dog's face is like, what happened? Well, what happened? Where's George? Yes, he does. Just so. Uh, By the way, has anybody had their uh, their mortgage with Wells Fargo? No. No. Not doing so well. Uh, Apparently, uh, Wells Fargo says a computer glitch is partly to blame. Just partly to blame, though. A computer glitch uh, is partly to blame for an error affecting an estimated 500 customers who all lost their homes. Hmm. Wells Fargo has a computer glitch, and 500 families have lost their homes now just before Christmas. When is Wells oh, wait, Fargo computer glitch? That doesn't even says. make sense. Saying that they didn't pay or something? The giant bank filed papers with the Securities and Exchange Commission last month revealing it incorrectly denied 870 loan modification mm. requests. About 60% of those homeowners went into foreclosure. Uh, Legislators, housing advocates, regulators, and most importantly, the people who lost their homes. Now, people like Jose Aguilar are asking how this happened. Let's not forget what happened the last time around when your wonderful presidents out there decided that we should give people 125% of the value of their home on their mortgages. It's the only fair thing to do. Destroyed our economy. Mm -hmm. And now they're trying to do it again. 
When are you people going to stop voting for these pigs? Oh, well, I, hey, Wells Fargo is uh, going to give those people $8 million, so it's not all bad. Between 500 of them? Uh, for, They're like, we'll get bailed yeah. out again. Well, I yeah. Seriously, I, I just, uh, how many mistakes does Wells Fargo have to make before they shut them down? I don't know. Honest to God, how many people are they going to screw over with their phony little, what was the last time, setting up phony accounts? Yep, yep, that was during the summer, summer spring. What are you doing over there? Seriously, honest to God. Well, and the politicians, too. It's like this bait and switch. Yes, that's they exactly for, right. They give you the opportunity to get in a home, and then all of a sudden, oh, you can't afford your home anymore. You need us. It's yep. that whole mentality. <laughs> Wells, Wells Fargo says that it was a calculation error. Yeah, calculation error. That's a huge calculation yeah, error. I'm just telling you flat out, they, they are... Once again, they're a massive corporation screwing people over every chance they get. It's just disgusting what these people are getting away with. uh, Now I'm all pissed off, and it's Kristen's fault because it's her birthday. (laughs) Way to go, Kristen. My entire month, all month long, it's my birthday. We celebrate all the way through midnight (laughs) on December 31st. I don't blame you. November's mine. I get the November birthday month. Uh, But I... Yeah. I, I don't when you have call. a birthday at the end of the year, you deserve celebrations. There's too many holidays. Everyone's busy, so you get the whole oh, month. Hey, that Melissa's is, is on the 23rd, so. 23rd. She's a day before Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And, yep. And Kristen? Well, she should start celebrating December 1st. And Kristen, I'm next Sunday, a week from you. Oh, see? All month. It is your birthday month. Thank you. Thank we you. Like I'm it. doing it. You're welcome. Well, Melissa likes Christmas a lot more than her birthday anyway, so I she's fine. I'll be home for Christmas. Kristen, we will t- I, I hope you're going to be on the next two Tuesdays before we fold up the tent for Christmas. Yes, I will be here with you all. So oh, I will oh, be good. having a lot of fun. You can insult me. You can make fun of me. I'm good. I love doing that, so thank you for that Christmas <laughs> present. I appreciate it. You we'll, bet. We'll talk to you next week, Kristen. Thank you. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, will be back. Don Bernard.